coming up right now, though, let's go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Happy to be joined by former Cardinals infielder. He is a 2011 World Series champion. Skip Schumacher is joining the show via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Skip, we always appreciate the time, man. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on again. Absolutely. We're thrilled to have you. So uh, not a great weekend for the Cardinals, but I would imagine a, a pretty darn good weekend for your team. What was what was your guys' biggest takeaway coming out of that sweep against the Cards? Yeah, I think uh, two really good teams that were uh, caught the injury bug a little bit. And, um, you know, it's that type of time of year where, you know, teams aren't fully healthy and, um and kind of caught each other, maybe not at full strength. And so we don't really know how exactly we match up with each other probably until uh, when we see each other again in September. But, um, you know, we'll take those three wins any day, any, uh, any series. So, Skip, watching that Cardinals team for three days, what's your main takeaway from just seeing their roster now that with kind of a different look with Nolan Arenado a piece to it? Yeah, it's scary. And uh, with uh, your shortstop, uh, you know, being out too, that, that lineup is real. Um, Nolan and, and Goldie in the middle of there is, is such a professional professional lineup and veteran hitters that know how to get the job done. And I still think Yachty is the scariest guy in the lineup uh, with runners in scoring position. Um, and so I think it's just a, it's a dangerous professional lineup. And uh, you know, you got to have to, you have to really work to navigate through that lineup and our uh, pitchers did a good job this weekend. So, so uh, knowing that these two players are not Albert Pujols, but w- w- take you back to 2011 when you watched that one, two punch of Pujols and holiday, how much does Goldschmidt and Arenado kind of remind you of that threat right in the middle of the lineup? Well, I think it's very similar. I think they're both professional hitters. I think they're uh, hall of fame candidates and, and Goldie and, and Nolan and um, you know, not only on, the offensive side, but the defensive side of the baseball, they're, they're so good. Um, they run the bases the right way. They're good for the clubhouse. So it's a lot of similarities. And, you know, anytime you had a Nolan Arenado, and I know I've known him since he was, you know, 14, 15 years old, um, I know the quality of person you get and here that you're getting. Um, you know, again, him, he, he killed us again, three home runs this weekend killed us every time at Petco Park, and that's all I've ever seen uh, since I've been in this division. So um, I'm glad he's out of here. I'll I'll say that. (laughs) Skip, one other guy that I wanted to ask you about on the Cardinals is Tommy Edmond because, I mean, we've been amazed, by the way, defensively, he's moving around. You saw him at shortstop this weekend. He's played, I mean, gold glove caliber defense this year at second. He had to go out in the outfield early on this year when Harrison Bader was hurt. And he has drawn some comparisons to what you were like early in your career here in St. Louis, where you were playing all over the diamond. Can you see that comp? And I mean, you have the experience doing it. Just how difficult is that for a guy like Tommy Edmond, who's playing, I mean, plus defense wherever he's been at so far? Yeah, I don't think it's a fair comp because I was definitely not a plus defender wherever <laughs> I was. So that's not a real fair comp for him. But uh, no, I think, you know, St. Louis has just as a really good job of identifying baseball players in the draft, right? Like you see these guys come up through the system all the time with Descalzo or now Edmund. And here he is. He's just a guy that's producing at the top of the lineup, gives you competitive at bats, runs the bases, right? Wherever you put him, you can trust him. And he's just a baseball player in St. Louis for whatever, however they do it in their scouting department, they got to be commended for it because they keep finding these guys uh, that are just baseball players or winning players. And 
no doubt is he one of those type of players, and um, they're very lucky to have him. Now that you're on the coaching side, Skip, how tough is it to kind of uh, to, to pull out that potential in those players like that that may not be high draft picks or may not be highly touted prospects, but guys who can be effective from the coaching standpoint, how tough is it to, to kind of break that through with those players? Yeah, I mean, uh, as a coach, you get, you know, sometimes you can get caught in these uh, prospect guys where you, you know, watching this big time power or big time arm strength or whatever it is. But when it's actual game time and the seventh inning, can you trust that prospect? And for me, Tommy Edmond is the guy that I would trust instead of that, you know, light tower power, the guy that can throw it a million miles an hour. It doesn't really matter to me if you can't make the routine play or get the bunt down at the right time or get the guy over the right time or get the guy in fundamental baseball and that's what wins championships and not these highly touted prospects that you know might not you you just don't know and uh so if you can get the best version out of that player in the minor leagues and teach them the right way and then you find kind of like that that unicorn in fernando tatis or whatever (laughs) uh then you have then you have a chance to you know to do some things but you need those guys the tommy edmund guys to uh to win championships the daniel descalzos the john jays uh, to win championships, and uh, there's no doubt you have one in Tommy. 2011 World Series champion Skip Schumacher joining us here on 101 ESPN. Now the Padres associate manager, and from what I understand, in charge of their running game as well. And Skip, I did want to ask you a little bit about your development, your experience here in St. Louis, and how that's helped you now in, on the coaching side of things. You got to see guys like TLR, Okendo, Kissel. What was it like, the upbringing that you had coaching-wise here in St. Louis, and how has that influenced you as a coach now in the big leagues? Yeah, everything that I have, that I know now, has been taught you know, to me. Um, nothing has been my own. I just have kind of made it molded into my own um so i would i would know nothing without dave mckay as far as the base running is concerned i would know nothing about what chemistry and culture and all that truly means without matt holiday chris carpenter tony la Russa. um i would not know anything about leadership if it wasn't for wayne wright and carpenter so all that all that stuff and you just is it was taught and then then i kind of you know molded into my own so dave mckay was the one that taught me how to be a first base coach, how to be a good outfielder and, and how to run the bases and what he looks for and the tips and tells and, and sequences. And so it, all it is, is work and you just dive in and um, it's, it's up to you. And we, we take base running very serious. Dave McKay took base running very serious. I, I believe in it. And uh, I know St. Louis does as well. And um, you know, as many as tips as I had, you know, on, on your pitchers this weekend, there's a guy uh, number four behind the plate that made it really <laughs> difficult to run. So, um, you know, that's always the challenge, too. He's, he's uh, as good as there's ever been. And so as much as I had, wanted to take a bag, I knew that we might be running into outs, too, with the Audi behind the plate. Skip, I love watching your team because you guys are willing to take those chances. And right now you lead Major League Baseball with 43 steals. You've been caught stealing 12 times. But, I mean, it's a great percentage. 55 stolen base attempts on the year. No other team has attempted more than 40 this season. Uh, what What is it about your philosophy that allows this team to do that? I mean, there are so many teams that are just giving up on the stolen base, and you guys seem to have that as like a core foundational piece of what you're trying to build out there. Yeah, we're going to be aggressive. I think, uh, you know, Wayne Kirby that we brought over from you know the Baltimore days and Bobby Dickerson, and uh, they believe in base running. And for me, uh, aggressive base running. For me, I think there's so much emphasis on velocity nowadays that, 
that pitchers are just trying to create and try to ramp up and load more and do all these things. And all they care about is throwing harder and faster. Um, and so when you see that, it's a free bag um, because it takes so long to throw it, uh, you know, to home. And, and the stolen bases aren't against Yachty. They're against the pitcher. Um, and so if we can find something, uh, to, you know, it, it's so difficult to hit now that 99 mile hour pitch and cutter and whatever it is, that now we can find ways to win baseball games other than just the home run. And um, if we can get guys on second and third with Manny Machado up, I like my chances. Um, and so it, it changes the shift. It changes all kinds of things in the infield uh, alignment. And so uh, I think it's, uh, it's a winning style of, of baseball. Skip, are you surprised that not more teams have that mentality in baseball today? Because it just seems like there's a lot of teams that, that want to stay away from stealing bases because those at-bats are so important. Yeah, but I think, you know, the, the other side of it is, uh, you know, we have smart athletes that understand the information that we're giving them. Uh, you know, fast uh, players as well, at really athletic players. But I think people are so fearful of making uh, outs on the bases that they just get away from the stolen base and they just um, they don't care about it as much. And, and we do. We, we really believe in, in this being a winning type of baseball. And, and by the way, if you start to worry about us on the bases, then you might leave one over the middle for Manny Machado. So I think it works in a lot of different areas and um, so far so good. It's interesting, Skip, because I, I think, you know, some of the, the analytics work that you read will say, hey, it's not as valuable. The, the, the out is more valuable than the potential of the stolen base. And yeah, you guys are doing this so successfully. Was there ever a time where you got pushback from anybody in the front office and, and you explained kind of, you know, why it makes sense? Or was this kind of full buy in from day one? Yeah, full buy-in. AJ Preller has led us coach, and uh, Josh Stein, the assistant GM, has led us coach. And we present the information, and if it's if it if it's real, it's not just BS and stuff thrown against the wall. And we can help win us a game. That can help win us a game. Then, then it's worth it. Um, it's a scouting report, just like anything else. And if if we can, if it helps us win the game, then why not? And I just don't I don't understand why people just decide that base running is not part of the game anymore. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we'll just stop doing it. Just um, doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, the old Cardinal days, those guys were running crazy. Um, why? Why is it stopped? And I think uh, if pitchers don't know how to control the running game, they don't belong in the big leagues. It's never on the catcher. And so, for me, if you if you can't control the running game, and it's going to cost you a, a stolen base, or it's going to cost you leaving one over the middle, you don't belong in the major leagues. And uh, so that's kind of what we're getting to. We hope. Well, it's refreshing to watch. It's fun to watch. I, th- I think it's a better brand of baseball, personally. Last question that I've got for you is we're talking to Skip Schumacher, 2011 World Series champion and now Padres associate manager. Skip, you mentioned him earlier. He's a unicorn. You get to watch Fernando Tatis Jr. when healthy every night. What is that experience like? I mean, is, it, is there anything that you can even compare it to? I can't. And the scary thing is he's so young that he's going to keep growing and better. He's not even in his prime yet. Um, and so he's so instinctual whether it's on the bases in the field. He understands pitch sequencing uh, at the plate. Um, he's always tinkering, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. He's just always trying to get better. He has kind of that growth mindset uh, that he wants to be the best ever. And I can't identify that because I was just trying to survive in the main, <laughs> right? So, like, there's guys that I've played with, like Albert, who is trying to be the best ever. And um, and so Toddy has that kind of that uh, motivation. And, and when a, a really, really good player, like your best player, has motivation, 
that's a scary con- that's a very scary combo and um and so we're excited that he's on our side and I think the sky's the limit for this kid. Well, Skip, we appreciate the time today, man. All the best to you, all the best to the team, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to talk with you again down the road as we see maybe a playoff series between these two teams again. All the best, man, and thanks so much for the time today. All right, guys. Thanks for having me.